It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir. Bonsoir means good evening in French. I want to start the show with an anecdotal story, something that a friend of mine told me about his wife that I thought I should share with you. So my friend's been married for oof, maybe more than 20 years because they have three kids. Yeah, 20 years. And um, there's an age difference between them, about 17 years. Almost like my parents, actually. <laughs> anyway, so the dilemma is she's younger than him, and she wants to do more active things, and, and uh, he doesn't know how to tell her he's not up for the challenge, just because he's older, and he wants to nap in the afternoon, and she's upset about the napping. And I told him that. I said, you know, tell her it's not against her. You know, we do. We think sometimes, you know, that our partner is doing something against us, but it's not. It's just who we are. And the more we let each other be who we are, the easier the relationship is. It's like, let us be who we are. I'll let you be who you are, and it will be peace in the house. Just keep that in mind. You call the next. If you have a question for me, please call the rendezvous, eight five five nine zero five eighty two fifty five. Bonjour Zoe. Bonjour Simon. Bonjour, Zoe. What's going on? Well, I've been with this person for a few years, and um, they cheated on me around the two-year mark, and mm -hmm. I love this person, and he's made up for it quite a bit. Um, and he's in love with me. He really wants to take care of me, but I'm, I'm, I love this person, but I'm not in love with this person, and I don't know whether I should or I should go. Okay, it's a good question. It's a key question. Um, let's go back to the cheating. Can you tell me a little more about what happened and why did he do it? Um, the reason why he did it, there is like a ton of reasons, but he mostly was just very insecure and it was uh, with a person that he had had a physical relationship with in the past, not a romantic one. Mm -hmm. And uh, we went to couples counseling, and I, I think it did a lot of good for us, but ever since then, I haven't really felt in love with this person, even though I know he loves me and that he's gotten better and all of that. I understand that. Uh, when you're, in, you're not in love with him, but you still desire physically, or really not really since he went with somebody else? I mean, yes and no. Like, I don't want to cuddle with him, <laughs> uh, but everything else works, I guess. So you're okay to do the ooh-la-la, but you don't want anything cuddling or romantic? Right. I see. I got, a, I got a question for you. Why would you want to stay with a man you're not in love with? Because it's good. It's not great, but it's good. It's stable. Um, okay. And I'm afraid of being alone. Listen, you gave two good reasons, and I'm not going to go against it. I just wanted to ask the question up front. You answered, and you answered well. If it feels good, it feels safe, and you feel you're having a good time, then don't change boyfriend. I, I said then to the question, should I stay or should I go, I think you should stay. Yeah? Yeah, for as long as it is. Okay. The key is to remember, the grass is not greener next door. Right? So... Right. If you feel safe, if you're having a good time, and it's solid, stay where you are. Plus, it's a pandemic anyway. It's not the time to change. <laughs> right. Right? 
So that's my advice. It's not the time to change. I'm not saying it's forever, but for now, it's pretty good. Okay. Okay, Thank Zoe. Thank you so much. You're most welcome. Good luck to you and have a good night. Thanks. Coming up, we're going to go to Paige Instagram DM because she went to her boyfriend's place and then she discovers something pretty shocking and she needs my advice. Her DM is next. So Paige sent me that DM at Monibu Radio saying, Simon, I went to my boyfriend's place for the first time and it was a mess. There were dirty clothes everywhere, dirty dishes. It looked like it never been clean. He's a great guy, but now I'm thinking the whole thing. I mean, what do I do? Should I stay with him or not? Please advise. Mm. Good question. What should you do if you discover for the first time when you go to your partner that it's like this, it's like slob or like dirty and, and it's almost disgusting. Should you stay with them uh, or not? I'll answer that next. What should you do if, you know, you meet somebody, you start dating somebody, uh, and then they invite you over, and like Paige, what do you discover? Your new boyfriend's place is a mess. It's dirty dishes everywhere, clothes everywhere. You know what I'm talking about. Sometimes, mostly young students, I think, in dorms live like that. Anyway, um, Paige wondering, you know, what should I do? I, you know, should I invest my time and go out with a guy like that? Such a mess, messy, or it doesn't matter. So here's my advice. Uh, lifestyle matters to make a relationship work. Now, I don't know his age and I don't know your age. If you're both early 20s, it's what it is. Anybody past college who doesn't pick up his own clothes, who, who leaves dirty dishes everywhere, something is wrong with them. I wouldn't date somebody like that, men or women. So that's my advice. All depending on the age, either you know, give him a chance. If he's past college years, say bye-bye, hasta la vista. You need somebody clean. You call the next. Bonjour, Claire. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Claire. So I understand something romantic happened to you. Tell me what happened. Um, so just kind of started off um, about how I met my husband. And um, I was actually with my girlfriend, uh, my best friend, at a restaurant. And we were just, you know, having some drinks and... Um, I didn't even notice him staring at me, but um, it was really dim and getting a little tipsy. So, um, yeah, I mean, he came up to me and he said, well, I don't know if this is your girlfriend, but you're very gorgeous. Um, and I mm. actually thought he was talking to my best friend because I feel like she's a little bit more attractive than I am. But um, I was like, oh, I thought you were talking to her. And no, well, Talking to you, you're absolutely gorgeous. And then, yeah, that's how it started off. And then what happened? Um, and then he just, you know, sat right, asked if he could sit next to me, and then um, he sat next to me. We had a couple of drinks, and uh, he asked my best friend if he could have my number. Uh, very courteous, and so. We ended up just starting texting each other, and because I was so tipsy, I actually texted him um, that night because he had mentioned, just let me know whenever you're free. Um, and I said, well, I'm free right now. And, <laughs> and <laughs> it was like 1230 <laughs> um, wow. at night, but he ended up knocking out before then. And so, 
you know, the little rendezvous didn't happen. Um, but honestly, I feel like it's a good thing because I don't know if we would have been together for 10 years now. So, <laughs> yeah, wow. so I tried to play the sexy card, you know. <laughs> I love the honesty. Claire, thank you so much for sharing that wonderful story. Yeah. And have a good night. You too, Simon. Coming up, I got Denny's voicemail that we have to go to because my producer says it's urgent, something about her husband kind of losing the drive. So I don't know exactly. We'll see. Her voicemail is next. Please know that you're never alone. And I mean 24-7, 365. If you have a dilemma on your mind or question, just leave me a voicemail at 855-905-8255 and I'll play it on air. Just like for Jenny's. Take a listen. Hi, Simon. This is Jenny. I've heard a lot of women complaining about their husbands wanting sex too much. Um, I have the entire opposite problem. Um, we're lucky if we do it once a month. And it's not because he doesn't love me. It's not because he's uninterested and he's seen someone else. He works like a dog. And so he's just constantly tired. But it, it really hurts because I feel undesirable to him. So I just need a man's advice as to why his libido is so low. It's been like this for years and years. We've been married 10 years. Thank you. Jenny, thank you so much for the voicemail. Yeah, what should you do if your partner has kind of lost the ooh-la-la drive? And how to get him back in first gear? I will tell you that next. So this is a real dilemma. Jenny left me a voicemail because her husband, he doesn't seem to desire to have ooh more than once a month with his wife, Jenny. So she goes, you know, I feel hurt, I feel rejected, and I feel that undesirable, like he doesn't desire me, so what can I do? So Jenny, allow me, and I hope it's late enough tonight, but allow me to be very practical. Guys, everything works mechanically. So just grab him at one point, in the shower, at, in the morning, more in the morning so he's not too tired, in the shower when he's awake. And that's all I have to say. Because men, contrary to women who are very emotional and driven by romance and chemistry, guys, the right move at the right place at the right time, whoop, back in action. And you've got to do it with a sense of humor. I can't say anything else because we're on the air. But if you, you get my drift, you'll know when to do it, how to do it, and how to make it work. It's like, you know, you bring back the appetites. Like somebody hasn't eaten chocolate mousse for a long time. They forgot the taste. Same thing with Ulala. You've got to bring it back mechanically at first. Good luck, Jenny. You call the next. Bonjour, Kara. Bonjour, Simon. <laughs> Bonjour, Kara. So what's going on with your boyfriend? How can I help you tonight? Okay, well, um, it's a kind of an odd thing, I guess. I'm kind of embarrassed to ask anyone else, so I'm happy to ask you. But uh, So my boyfriend, he drinks. He drinks. Not an unusual amount, a normal amount. Um, but, you know, it's gotten more and more each night. And, uh, of course, I'm worried about his health. And, and I, I don't believe he has a drinking problem. And I don't think that that is going to be a problem in our life. But my my question is, or my problem is that, we tend to have more fun on the night that he's a little bit what he calls buzzed. We laugh and we play and we're silly and we, we just have more fun. And I don't know, I'm worried that, is that some sort of a red flag or is that some sort of a reverse red flag on me? Like, am I not having fun with him unless he's drunk? 
<laughs> it's a good question. What's the answer? You know him. You live with him. So when he's not drunk, is he a boring guy? Well, I guess, I mean, for lack of a better word, yeah, I mean, he's serious, <laughs> I guess. Serious is the word. And, well, serious. And he doesn't, yeah, he's, I guess he loosens up when he's been, you know, he has a couple beers or a glass of wine or two, and he's not wasted, he's not, you know, falling down drunk. It's just he he just becomes happy-go-lucky, and I like it. I see. What about you? Do you drink with him or you don't drink at all? You know, I I drink occasionally. I I come from a family who does not drink at all, and so mm -hmm. drinking was kind of new for me once I became you know drinking age. So I don't really love it. Okay, well, listen. I think right now with the pandemic, with everything going on, uh, I would not be worried about it. The, take the good times, and then when all this is over, and then if your intuition says something is wrong then you can call me back. But I would say now you're having a good time on those tipsy nights. Enjoy. Mm -hmm. uh, if, okay. if you're not threatened, if you're not in danger, if you're not abused, and it's just more fun, more relaxed, and a bit more ooh -la, then good for you. Yeah. That is a bit more ooh -la. <laughs> Ah, the ooh -la. Of course, more ooh -la, huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. Listen, the best friends of the ooh -la has been red wine and white wine, I guess, and a couple shots for the beginning of history, huh? <laughs> Okay, well, listen, you're a lucky person because I'm not having any ooh -la -la since the pandemic. I've been alone at home, so I'm jealous. Oh, no. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. 11 months and counting. So anyway, good luck to you. Enjoy it. And for now, I think it's okay, all right? Okay, thank you so much. Simon. You got it. Have a good night. You too. I mean, would you rather have somebody more fun when they're tipsy and boring when they're normal? Or somebody who is more boring when they're tipsy and more fun when they're normal. <laughs> Let's talk about that next. You know, I'm, I'm kind of laughing because my last caller, you know, she goes, you know, I'm not sure about my boyfriend, you know, he's this great guy, but he's very serious. And, but when he drinks, you know, a glass of two of wines, well, fun is on. And then after a while, she admitted it was like about the ooh-la-la, -la, you know, like a lot of ooh-la-la. -la. And she goes, yeah, a lot of ooh-la-la. So I said to myself, well, I don't drink at all. Am I boring? Maybe. But I don't drink. That's not my thing. But also, I think it's about joie de vivre, the joy of life. Love life, right? Whatever makes you happy, if you and your partner wants to do it, do it. The worst mistake I've made over and over and over again. You want to know what it is? Stay with me. I'll tell you next. So first of all, let me disclose that I've made a lot of mistakes. I mean a lot of mistakes when it comes to dating. And that's why I've always said to you, don't do like me, do better than me. The worst mistake, one of the worst mistakes I've ever made, because I don't drink and I, I, I don't like that lifestyle, is try to convince my partners to stop drinking, stop partying, stop, and they would do it at first. The girl would say, okay, and then it would never work out because you can't change somebody. But with my arrogant mind at the time, hopefully not anymore, stubborn as I was, I've always said, oh, stop doing this, don't drink so much. I was wrong. I should have had so much more fun and just enjoyed the, the moment. I was a stubborn, stiff guy back then, really. So don't do like me. Don't try to change your partner. Enjoy them for who they are. That's the lesson tonight. You call the next. Bonjour, Naomi. Bonjour, Simon. How are you? Good, good, good. Welcome to the rendezvous. What's going on? 
Well, I, I have a question for you, and I, I would like to know, how can I get my partner to want to, you know, initiate a little bit more ooh-la-la? <laughs> <laughs> ooh, the ooh-la-la. I see. Yes. So for now, how do you initiate it? So give me an example. What's not working? What What's the go-to? What What do you guys, what is your routine? Well, I feel like I usually initiate anymore, and I'm always the one wanting to, you know, like, we wake up or something if i go shower i'll come in and i'll kind of look at him a certain way and, and kind of giggle and he likes that but i just think it'd be more exciting and fun if i could get him to initiate a little bit more so this initiative rhythm has it been like this from the get-go of the relationship or this is a new thing that you have to be kind of the one making it you know happening um, I feel like at the very beginning it was more him, but then it transitioned to be more me. Mm -hmm. So I have the solution for you. I would like you to stop flirting with him and making it happen. I want him to miss you. I want to see if he misses you. I want to see if he misses Ulala with you. I want to see if he's into you. Because uh -huh. um, it's the moment of truth. You take a couple steps back and you wait. You wait. Okay. Okay. If... If after a couple weeks, a month, nothing happens, then he doesn't really desire you anymore. So we're going to give him a month. I don't want you to trap. Or I don't want you to trick him. I don't want you to, For a month, you wait. You don't, everything else is going normal. But in your mind, you say, Simon said, we wait. I want distance. <laughs> I want him to miss you. I want him to miss making love to you. I want him to miss to see you, you know, at your very best. I, that's what I want to see. And if he doesn't, then Houston, we have a problem, but at least we'll know what to do. Okay, I'm going to take your advice, Simon. I think this will work. I, listen, the only way to see if somebody misses you or desire you or wants you is to step back and wait because all the tricks never work. It's cliche. But when you step back and you say scientifically, okay, now and now what? But you don't say that. You just... Look at your partner until he's going to get really into you, which I hope, and it's going to be wild and savage in the house, hopefully. Great advice. All right, I'm going to give this a try, and I'll let you know in a month. Okay, thank you, Naomi. You give him the distance, and it will work. Have a good night. You too, Simon. Let's see. What's worse when you start dating someone? They text you too much, or they don't text you enough? Let's talk about that next. Hey, what's worse when you're dating someone? They text you too much or they don't text you enough? I posted that question. I love to know what you think. So I use my social media at Rendezvous Radio and follow me if you don't yet. It's a lot of fun. Uh, at Rendezvous Radio. Anyway, you voted 84% of you, they don't text enough when you start dating. And 16% of you said, no, they text too much. And I, I like that. Listen, uh, my experience is... Oh, that's a good question. Too much or not enough when you start dating somebody? What's worse? Um, not enough. I can deal with too much information, but I can't deal with the game, you know, not texting back and stuff like that. So I'd rather be, you know, too much than, than the, the game of nothing. But that's just me. So thank you so much for listening tonight. Et puis bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.